Welcome to the Harris Creek Youth Ministry Podcast. We exist as a youth ministry to help students take ownership of their faith. With each episode, we hope to equip students on how to live out their faith in the ever-changing world. Now let's jump right into today's episode. What's up, Big D? What's up, JP? How are you? Just living the dream, man. Guys, welcome to welcome to Youth at Dark. Uh, I'm excited about this week because uh, today I'm talking to my friend uh, JP, who is uh, famously known as the third member of the Becoming Something podcast with Kathy Davidson and Nate Hogenkamp. Uh, That's right. Uh, JP, I just gotta I gotta know when when you were when you were born. Do you think the doctor said, "What's up? It's your boy JP." Yes, that that's why I say that. Uh, because oh. that was that's what my mom told me that when I when I came out, I was like, What's up? It's your boy JP. I was like, All right. Actually, yeah, no, I wasn't JP. I was not JP until college. So okay. my, my middle name is Bob and true story, not Robert or Bobby. And so to my family, I've always been JB. And so my sister will call me JB. And to everybody else, I've always been Jonathan, not John or anything else, just Jonathan. And then in, uh, in, and I had a boss there named Greg and he called me, he started calling me JP and it stuck. And so that's everybody funny, called me man. Well, it's a good thing you switched from JB cause you, you would be, uh, uh confused with Justin, with Justin Bieber. Um, dude, what, what year of your teenage life would you been the worst to be quarantined with at home? Oh, for sure. Like adolescence. I mean, so uh, I was a tyrant. Uh, probably 14, 15, 16. Uh, I was just a terror. Like, like my mom, who's the kindest person in the entire world. Uh, one time hit me with a broom. <laughs> that is just a extreme last resort. This is, I do not, I do not, uh, I do not condone in any way child abuse. But <laughs> I was just, I just remember her like losing it because I was just such a jerk and there was just so much, there's so many things happening. I was so confused. So lost that, identity crisis. That's funny, man. My my, I was with my family last night, and um, we all decided that senior year Derek would have been the worst to be quarantined with. So uh, my parents were yeah. cel- my my parents were celebrating me on the way out to college. So ready to get me out of the house. See, I kind of got my act together my senior year, so that like just I needed to graduate, and yeah. so I cleaned I cleaned everything up my senior year. But it was everything up to my senior year were some really really dark times. Man. Well, I, I'm excited for uh, this week. We're going to be talking about dating and uh, you guys all know, but JP, Jonathan McClure is, is the pastor of Harris Creek. He's my boss, uh, full of wisdom, full of humility. Uh, this man listens to God's spirit and reads God's word. So I'm excited uh, to, to hear from him and learn from him this week. Um, so first, man, like as we're just talking about dating, like why, why do we do it? Why do we, why do we date? Yeah, I think that's such an important question. Dating is is a relatively new idea. It's existed for about 120 years. Dated, dating into, entered the English language as a euphemism for prostitution. And so to, to go on a date meant to pay somebody for sexual favors. And so this is the origination of the word, or, or the origin of the word, rather. Um, and so that's a that's an important backdrop just to know that this hasn't always been around. And so dating in 2020 
consistent with the character of God or God's desires, someone is, uh, would make a good spouse for you. And so we date to get married. Um, really you, you, it's like you have a hunch, like you believe, Hey, I think this person would make a good spouse for me. And so I'm going to date them to find out if that's true. So we're going to kind of enter into this trial period where we're spending time together and I get to see them in different seasons and in different circumstances to know if they would be a great husband or wife for me. And so that's, I would say that's why we date as, as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ to determine if someone would make a, a great spouse. Dating is, is the least fun of the options. As if you think like singleness, singleness is fun. Paul was single. Jesus was single. Um, Paul says it's a gift. He says, you know, I wish you were as I am, but different people have different gifts. Jesus says in Matthew 19, a lesser known verse, he says, uh, not many should accept this, but those who can should. And he's talking about singleness. A lot of people don't teach that, but, uh, that's, he's specifically talking about celibacy. So, you know, abstinence. Um, and he says, Hey, there, that though there are those who are single for the sake of the kingdom and not many should accept this, but those, uh, but those who can should. And so I think there's, uh, singleness is fun. Then then you have marriage, you know, marriage is a gift. The proverb says, whoever finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Uh, marriage is Ephesians five, just kind of talks about roles. Colossians three, first Peter three gives us a lot of instruction around marriage. Uh, dating, it's the least fun of the options. Dating is the interview when you're trying to get a job. And so like you dress up in a suit and you go or you, you put on something nice, you're, you're trying to get a job and you don't know if you got the job. So you kind of live in that insecurity. You're waiting for that call back. Uh, dating is, it has all of the potential for all of those insecurities where you're, you're, you're trying to find out, Hey, am I going to spend the rest of my life with this person? And so of the three, singleness, marriage, and dating, I would say dating is the, the least fun. And so we shouldn't seek to do it for a long time. We should seek to date, at, honestly, as little as possible to identify if someone is a spouse. Now, it depends on how you define dating, Derek, because I'm not saying that like guys and groups of guys and groups of girls shouldn't hang out. Like that's a lot of fun. And, and, you, and I'm not saying that someone should experience uh, being around the opposite sex for the first time in their life on a date. Like, no, like you should, you should go and hang out with girls and, and guys and uh, get to know each other and have fun in groups. And like, that's, uh, that's all good. And, and do, you know, get different life groups together. And I'm, I'm all for that. And, and I'm, a, you know, and I know we're talking to high school uh, students, like, fine. You know, if you want to go to a dance, you, you know, with a friend, like go to a dance, but you're going to see people who cross lines and boundaries and they're kind of the talk of the school and you can't believe that she went home with him and they went back road in this. And that's all a disgrace to God. It's not God honoring because it doesn't honor your body and it's harmful to you. And, and the Lord loves you. He's crazy about you. And he wants to see you thrive in society and in your community and doing those things is going to hold you back. And so as I talk about the tyrant that I was in my, you know, 14, 15, 16, it, you know, I made decisions in that season of my life that I would regret for the rest of my life. Now as a 39 year old, I regret things I did when I was 15 years old. And so it's, you know, that you, you wear those scars. It's painful.